Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'll have an update with Jimmy here in about 10 minutes. A lot of local teams in action last night and tomorrow. Uh, tonight as well, and we'll get into as as we continue throughout the Friday here on Mornings with Sharp and Hanley. It's Nick and Jimmy. Gary is uh, getting ready to hit the road to Denver. As you know, men's basketball will take on Denver. Uh, the women are home tomorrow. So we get into the conference championships. We're going to talk more about this as well with Dave Tolleson at 8 o'clock, two-time Super Bowl champion with the New York Giants. He knows a thing or two. Yeah, he's played in, he's played in those games before. Which I think is cool because we said that we asked him last year, Take us in the locker room before Super Bowl. What, yep. what is going on? That part of like the, the Super Bowl part of it, too, is it's not like is when Burrs tells stories about the locker yeah. room. He takes us someplace none of us have ever been. I'm not talking about a locker room. I'm talking about that locker room, those yep. people. Well, and I always thought it's interesting, and uh, Dave has talked to me about this many times, of the halftime, how it's much longer in the Super Bowl because of the halftime show and like mm-hmm. what they're doing. and yeah, So a lot of fascinating stuff there when it comes to that experience. I will say this, uh, as far as the NFC Championship game, I was talking to a buddy of mine yesterday. He's a big 49ers fan. and I, th- I think like every fan base right now, if your team is involved on Sunday, whether you're a Chiefs fan, whether you're a Lions fan, a Niners fan, or a Ravens fan, I think you're always going to kind of, you're going to take in the commentary on both sides of it of why your team will win and why your team could be in trouble. And you always try to sort of curve all that and, and show that, overall appreciation that you're just still one of the four teams left standing doesn't that all go out the window on Sunday though like you wake up on Sunday and you're just you've got expectations you're a nervous wreck I mean like for for 49er fans and again my best friend is one of them he was pretty cool calm and collected yesterday but out of all he the teams, won't be by five o'clock no. Sunday especially against a good team yeah. and out of all those teams uh, and the four remaining, I think the Niners are the ones, as far as fan base goes, that probably are feeling it the most. And I know it sounds crazy, but well, they got to win it. Kyle yeah, Shanahan's got to win it. Well, and you, you got you got sort of that that playing with the house money type feel with the Detroit Lions, mm-hmm. and that's just kind of how they've been. Now, last year when they kind of went on that heater there towards the end of the year, and they kept Green Bay from going to the playoffs, and it was kind of a moral victory, if you will, for a team that wasn't going to go to the playoffs, but they're going to try to play spoiler. That was when they were kind of the fun, likable, all right, yeah, good for them. Yeah, maybe there's something with that, Dan Campbell. This year, and the type of roster that they put together, that they've continued to build on, and because they had a lot of these guys last year too, but like Jameer Gibbs is a stud. You know, they've David Montgomery's a stud. You know, they've got dudes that have bolstered that roster to where they're a legitimate NFC champion contender. They're a legitimate Super Bowl contender. Yet, I still feel that narrative about them is, man, extremely likable, fun. And both things can be true. You can be damn good and a legitimate threat to win on Sunday and still be extremely likable. So Opposite of the Chiefs. Yep. And that's true. They used to be likable. Absolutely they did. Like the, the, The Chiefs, to me, are... 
Golden State a couple years ago, where even the Patriots well, were, Mitch, you, you just get the fatigue. When Mitch says you got to deal with the Chiefs. Yeah. And then people are, see, that's... Uh, yeah, like... This was before it's, Taylor. It's us against the world type thing. Like, it's well, not. okay. You won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Shut up. But I do think there is just naturally going to be that Chiefs fatigue. That doesn't mean that they are a shell of themselves from the previous years that they as we mentioned in the last segment they found a way to get back to the AFC championship in a non Andy Reid Chiefs like way that we've been used to over the last couple of years they did it I with think defense this is one of their better yeah, yeah. It's, all, it's almost a shout out to the Marty Ball days yep and now you saw okay the offense finally picking up the slack last week and they could not be stopped. And what was also interesting about that is not only was the offense good, and yeah, Patrick Mahomes was was fine. Uh, Travis Kelsey was good, but it was the running game too. Mm-hmm. Like Buffalo couldn't stop the running game. So th- there's again, there's the, the Chiefs part of this conversation that I think, unless you're a Chiefs fan, most people are ready to embrace the Ravens. I know in this area we don't have a lot of Ravens fans. But I do think I know they're there though. I'm sure this, this, I'm sure this place has so many different fan bases. Oh, all you got to do is go to a local ceases, sports bar, exactly. and then you're going to find the jerseys and be like, "Oh wow, I didn't know this many insert team fans." Well, existed go find a in random Omaha. fan base and join them for a game. Yeah, not because so, oh you're rooting for them. It's like no, this is fun. I, I but I find myself and I you and I are in the same boat. At least your team made the playoffs. That doesn't mean anything. As much as that is agonizing, that Sunday is so agonizing. And like every single play, you're just hanging on it. Yeah. I miss that. I miss waking up with that excitement, that anticipation. Like I'm a geek when it comes to my teams being in those big games. Like I I have a tough time sleeping the night before because I'm so excited. And man, I miss that. I I was was asking Jenny the other day, I said, do you think we'll be, because we were getting ready, we're rushing home last weekend uh, to watch the... um, the Packers Lions game, and I'm sorry, the uh, Packers forty. Not not uh, what was the Sunday game? The um, it was Buffalo. Oh, Li- Lions and um, Bucks game. Yeah, and we were rushing home for that so I could see it. And as I said to her, like, do you think we'll be doing this for the Bears game next year? Nope. Like, meaning we'll be having to rush home because the the, the Bears game in the playoffs is going to start. And you said no. Come on. You immediately said no, no hesitation. You're more likely to be rushing home because you have to blow up the toilet than you do. <laughs> well, as I said, both things can and be And I'm not piling on because <laughs> I'm not expecting much from my team either. You say, oh, well, at least yours is in the playoffs. Hey, just because you get her to say yes to the date doesn't mean you're getting any. <laughs> you can still That's screw it up. That's pretty good. Yeah, I... I just I envy you. I envy you, Chiefs fans. Oh, I, I thought envy, you were talking about me. I was like, that's a first. I, I envy you, Ravens fans. I envy oh, you, Niners fans. I think the Niners fans have a little bit more of a little bit more of a, a nervousness than maybe the other fan bases though, I because be. they have the most to lose because they're supposed to win yeah. given the matchup. And if you look at what Vegas has them as the much bigger favorite than what they're the healthier. Ravens are, and yep, this year. And Kyle, if you get a lead in the Super Bowl, run the ball. But you know what? Trying to pass and, the and ball. And we'll, we'll, we'll get our, our predictions in a little bit later on. I, I was. I, this is where I was talking to my my buddy about. If I'm a Niners fan, I'm not overly concerned about what I saw, and I'm drawing from my own experiences from when I would see Chicago in the rare conference championship game because in the last twenty years it has happened twice to me. 
It happened in 2010. It happened in 2006. The year in 2006, though, when the Bears made the Super Bowl, they played – everybody remembers – They had great defense. Mm-hmm. They played the Seahawks. In fact, in both uh, divisional rounds, 6 and uh, 10, Should've they played, played the, the Cowboys, Seahawks. Tony Romo. But no, he couldn't hold the football. <laughs> um, Cost us parcels. I remember both games came down to the wire. And I think Chicago in 06 was a one seed. In 10, they yes. were a two seed. But you had to buy either way. When you come out kind of flat like that, like the Niners did, weather didn't help. But I know there was a lot of uh, anger towards Brock Purdy. That happens a lot more than I think people want to give teams credit for. So if if I'm if I'm a Niners fan and I'm looking at that game and I'm overly concerned because they were kind of messing around and really could have lost that game to the Packers, I remember many of times where teams and, and even the team I root for back in 06, they were kind of screwing around and should have won by more. They didn't, but then the very next game against uh, the Saints in the NFC Championship game, they smoked them. I mean, they just, they second and a half just floored the Saints. Looked so much better in that game against a better team than they did in the divisional round. So if there is some, some comfort, there are examples of those teams having that bye week coming out in the divisional round, not looking great, not looking yourself, but then all of a sudden being able to turn it on when it counts in the conference championship game. And, yes, Debo Samuel should be good to go. Apparently he's sore, but he went through a full practice on Wednesday. Well, Dave would tell you everybody's sore now. Yeah, yeah, that's true, too. They're just trying to get to the end, then they can rest. Are you injured or are you hurt? That's the question. That's the question. It's not Bubbles, Nick. It's not Bubbles. Yeah. Uh, what was his name? What was James Conn's name? Uh, uh, Coach oh, Winters. Uh, Coach Sam Winters, Winters yes. Co- yes. Coach Winters, there you go, from the program. Look it up. Leanne was his daughter. <laughs> yeah. Also known as Bobby Collins. Yep, Bobby Collins. Bobby Collins, the backup quarterback. Uh, all right, when we come back, uh, Jimmy's, yes, Coach. Jimmy's got an update. Uh, we're going to be talking to Dave Tolson in an hour from now, get his thoughts on the conference championship game and how might the Chiefs try to slow down that Baltimore offense and Lamar Jackson. Well, Dave would know because he used to play under spags so a lot of good stuff still ahead you're listening to mornings with sharp and handley here on 1620 everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.